We know the Cardinals need starting pitching, but will they make a big addition for the bullpen too? Coming up on B-Shafe Daily. What's going on, everyone, and welcome back in to this edition of B-Shafe Daily. Brendan Schaefer here with you on Halloween, Tuesday, October 31st, 2023. Back in the saddle, getting a little St. Louis Cardinals conversation out there into the ether. World Series still going on. We've got Game 4 coming up tonight between the Rangers and D-backs. It's been a pretty good series so far. I'm hoping we get a long one. Hopefully it goes seven games. That would be ideal for the most drama and the most chaos, but... Either way, we know the Cardinals aren't involved. There are some former Cardinals involved. Though I'm not sure with the Dallas Garcia, his injury. He left that game on Monday with an injury. Looked like he tweaked his side or something. I don't know if it was oblique. I haven't read up on what that was. But nevertheless, you got Tommy Pham still involved. World Series will be over eventually, though, and we'll get to focus all of our attention on the offseason. And that's coming maybe sooner than you realize, too, because... We're also not too far away from the Japan series ending, at which point we expect there to be a number of players posted for the international posting system that will be available to be signed as Major League Baseball free agents. Guys like Yoshinobu Yamamoto, Shota Imanaga, and a relief pitcher that the Cardinals are reportedly circling the wagons on, Yuki Matsui, a left-handed closer out of Japan as well. And so today on B-Shaped Daily, we're going to talk a little bit about Yuki Matsui and what the fit could be for the St. Louis Cardinals as the interest has been expressed, according to reports, over the last couple of weeks. And if you step back from it, it makes honestly perfect sense with where the Cardinals are at because we know that they've got to add starting pitching. That's where a lot of the attention is focused on. But it seems like every time I post a video talking about starting pitching here on YouTube or on the B-Shape Daily Podcast feed on Spotify and Apple Podcast. People in the comments will say, hey, remember, though, the Cardinals really need to fix the bullpen, too. We're spending all this time talking about starting pitching. What about the bullpen? Well, this is a what about the bullpen conversation because Yuki Matsui is a 28-year-old left-handed reliever, just turned 28 years old yesterday, in fact, on Monday was his birthday, born October 30th, 1995, left-handed closer for the Rakuten Golden Eagles over in Nippon Professional Baseball. And I believe where all of this conversation about a week or so ago began to surface was from a Yahoo Japan report. I want to make sure I get the reporter's name cited correctly here because this was kind of the first that I had really heard of Yuki Matsui potentially being available. It was from this Yahoo Japan report that came out, looks like, last Thursday, the 26th. And the reporter's name, Natsuki Un of Yahoo Japan. And, of course, the article is in Japanese. If you use the translator, you can use that Google machine, as I'm doing, to try and figure out a little bit more information about this. But basically, that Matsui had informed the team on the 25th of his intention to exercise his overseas free agent rights, but the Golden Eagles are going to offer him a contract, which I'm reading, I believe this is a four-year contract worth around $10 million total, I would assume. I don't think that's necessarily the average annual value. So $2.5 million per year or so over four years. So not 100% sure 
that he will ultimately follow through on that decision to come to North America and to pursue a Major League Baseball contract. But the deal on Matsui is that he has spent 10 years with the Golden Eagles and is therefore an international free agent and would not be subjected to the additional posting fees that the MLB team that signs him would have to pay for a guy like Yamamoto or Shota Imanaga, those pitchers. This guy would just be what what you pay him. And that immediately piques my interest for the Cardinals because we know they're always going to try and be the most cost efficient that they possibly can be with these decisions. They've had luck going into the Japanese uh, pool of talent before to bring in guys like Miles Michaelis. And so there is at least a familiarity with what their expectations are and how stats are supposed to look over in that league versus how it often can translate. We know Drew Verhagen was also another guy they brought from overseas, Sungwon Oh, as well as Kwon Young Kim from Korean baseball. So the Cardinals have some familiarity and some level of comfort with signing international free agents and trying to beef up their team that way. I think Matsui is a really interesting case and a guy that just feels like a Cardinal. And I know in a lot of ways, the Cardinals need to be doing some things differently. They can't always rely upon what they've done in the past because in some ways that hasn't always panned out. At least at the end of the day, it's gotten them to where they are right here, desperate for pitching help heading into this offseason. But I think when it comes to Matsui, the fit seems to be evident. All right, his numbers as a reliever are really, really strong. You look over the past couple of seasons in particular, you can go back three years, 21, 22, 23. Let's do that. So post-pandemic, whatever. I, I believe they continued to play baseball in, in 2020 as well in Japan. But for Rakuten, the last three years, ERAs of 0.63, 1.92, and 1.57 in a total of around 150 games. And 43, 51, 57 are the innings totals in those seasons. Strikeout per innings pitch, man, this is impressive. Back in 2021, 59 innings pitched, or pardon me, 59 strikeouts in only 43 innings pitched. The next year, 83 strikeouts in 51 innings. And this past season, 72 Ks in 57 innings. I believe he's the youngest to 200 career saves as well in Nippon professional baseball. He has 236 saves, 24, 32, and 39 over the past three seasons. Really developing into a a lights-out closer, it seems, for the Golden Eagles. Once the opportunity to go stateside to play and pursue a Major League Baseball contract, his current team is going to make every effort to keep him, but it seems like the big leagues are in the future for this player, and I think probably the cost is not going to be too exorbitant. If I'm getting that right, I'm reading this from MLB Trade Rumors that says the four-year contract worth 1.6 billion yen as Bill DeWitt's eyes bug out of his head until he go, oh, yen, okay, not dollars, roughly 10.7 million in U.S. dollars to remain in the fold on a four-year contract. That's what the Eagles, his current team in Japan, are going to offer him. But this says here, reading MLB Trade Rumors again, that Matsui has hired WME's Brian Maniti as his agent, which could be a hint that the Southpaw is more interested in seeing what Major League Baseball teams have to offer. So gets an agent that's familiar with Major League Baseball and could certainly be a possibility that he comes stateside. At least nine Major League teams have already scouted Matsui. Padres, Red Sox, Cubs, and Yankees are listed here. 
but the article from Yahoo Japan listed the Cardinals specifically. And I want to be kind of careful because you're trusting the Google Translate. I obviously don't speak Japanese, so I don't know what the article said in its original language, but it, it looks like they spoke to a Cardinals official. It says a Cardinals official looked over a set of a list of setuppers, which I would believe would be like relievers, setup men who will become free agents this offseason and asserted there are B pitchers and C pitchers, but among the pitchers who can be entrusted with the seventh and eighth inning, he is in the A class, referring to Matsui. And that's why I say I want to be careful with. I am I'm reading that. That is from Yahoo Japan. I hit Google Translate from Jap- Japanese to English, and that's what I'm reading. I just I don't know if that's something that they the reporter spoke to the Cardinals official, because that would be noteworthy if the Cardinals had a scout over there and that quote came from from that individual. But I, like I said, I'm just kind of reading along with the rest of you guys on this one. And if you've seen more information, throw it in the YouTube comments section, because I think this Matsui is definitely an interesting candidate to join the Cardinals bullpen. Put on the thumbnail for the video here on YouTube. And if you have not subscribed to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at bshafer12. Brendan Schaefer, St. Louis Cardinals writer, going to have a lot of Cardinals content this offseason. And then when we get into the next baseball season as well. So would love for you to hit that subscribe button if you're on YouTube. But I put the thumbnail and said future cards closer, question mark. But I think the Cardinals would be probably looking to Matsui at a minimum to just be part of that back-end group. And I believe it was Katie Wu might have uh, written a recent article that I saw some people talking about reports about the Cardinals looking to add to the back end of their bullpen alongside guys like Giovanni Gallegos. You know, we presume Ryan Helsley would be back. Jojo Romero is going to be in that mix. According to everything that Ollie Marmel said uh, later on in this past season, he did a nice job for them before uh, I think he got banged up a little bit at the end. But the Cardinals are definitely going to be looking to add to the relief group. Now, what's interesting about Matsui, he is another left-hander, and I kind of feel like the Cardinals don't necessarily need another left-hander for their bullpen, but I could also see the benefit of it. Like Jojo Romero, one guy that would be slated as a back-end reliever from the left side. You'd like to have another guy that you definitely trust, but you do have John King that I think kind of slots into more of a middle relief left-hander. And don't forget about John King because he had nice numbers this past season after coming over in the trade at the deadline. It was kind of the forgotten piece in that Rangers deal. But John King did a nice job out of the Cardinals bullpen, and so he's another lefty. And then you've got to kind of figure out what you're going to do with your other lefties. Guys like like Matthew Libertor was being used a little bit as a reliever at the end of the year. Are the Cardinals going to perhaps abandon him as a starting pitcher and, and maybe go that route? That would be interesting and would have ramifications on the rest of the bullpen if they, if they choose to do so. Zach Thompson clearly seems like he's going to be vying for an opportunity as a starter, but I feel like what needs to happen is the Cardinals to get a number of bonafide starting pitchers that will slot in ahead of Zach Thompson. So what will his role be? I think the Cardinals certainly need to have told him coming into this offseason, prepare to be a starter in spring training because it's not something they told him to do last offseason. And then lo and behold, his whole year was kind of a roller coaster as a result of that because he was trying to build up mid-year after kind of struggling a little bit with the St. Louis bullpen. He goes back down to Memphis, never really... Uh, had a fair shake at at ramping up the way you you know would be fair for a young player trying to make his rise into big league baseball. But Zach Thompson kind of took all took on all comers and did what he could. But I think this offseason, hopefully, they're telling him, "Hey, be ready to start and have that be part of your offseason repertoire." But it's interesting to think about 
any of those, you know, Libertor, Zach Thompson, if they're part of the bullpen mix, you've also got an interesting situation with Andre Pallante, who you kind of used as a left-handed reliever, even though really he's not. He's right-handed, but he, his repertoire, the way it lined up, although I saw Andre Pallante, there was some video of him on social media earlier today working in one of the pitching labs and working on the uh, the death ball, I think they call it. They're the kind of the new hot curveball that Jordan Montgomery is uh, – popularizing for sure in the postseason here. Jeff Passan, I think, had the article on the death ball that Montgomery's curveball has uh, become. But just kind of interesting to see what the Cardinals could do from the left side of their bullpen specifically. Trying to see if I have overlooked anybody else. I'm sure there are some other left-handed names that I should be mentioning but have neglected to do so. But nevertheless, left-handed closer type, maybe a seventh, eighth inning guy to add to that mix. I don't really know who would go in as the closer. Probably you got Ryan Helsley. You've got probably not Gallegos, given that when he's gotten the opportunity in the ninth inning, it hasn't gone great. But you've got Jojo Romero that you would expect to see in that mix. And maybe you sign a Yuki Matsui, who also pitching from the left side, reading up on him a little bit, not like an overwhelming fastball, 91 to 93 miles per hour is what I've read about Matsui. I obviously have not seen him seen him pitch other than just highlight videos. But uh, the other interesting aspect of this player, he is listed at five foot eight inches tall, 167 pounds on his baseball reference page. So certainly by the standard of, uh, you know, a major league pitcher and what you think about when you think about the size of that individual, Yuki Matsui, a smaller guy. And it's kind of interesting, takes me, I'm, he's about my size almost exactly. I'll be curious to see if the Cardinals do sign him I stay next to him if uh, if that description matches. He's probably maybe a half an inch taller than me or so. I'll claim like five seven and a half on a good day. But uh, interesting that he obviously gets the job done. You can't argue with the uh, the body of work from Matsu with two hundred and thirty six career saves in Nippon professional baseball and a uh, lifetime two point four three earned run average across all of his foreign league experience. So. Um, which, again, you might say, well, 2.43, you can probably add a run or, or two to that translating to Major League Baseball. How is it going to come across when when you're facing a different level of competition? But, again, his numbers the past three seasons are really, really strong. Not a single year over the past three have been with an ERA higher than 1.92. He's gone 0.63, 1.92, and then his most recent season, 1.57, although his runs against average was 2.2 this year. Must have had some errors that contributed to some runs um, given up. But 91 to 93 miles per hour, so maybe not a hard thrower by today's standards, but the strikeout rate is hard to argue with as well. K per nine of 12.3, 14.5, and 11.3 over the past three seasons, which, again, is a question of how well that's going to translate. But to me, this is a no-brainer signing. And in your, if you're in the Cardinals position, I think you'd be willing to go a little bit above and beyond market to make sure you get this guy because even above and beyond market is not going to be the type of money that is debilitating if it doesn't go well. Four years, $10.7 million is the the current offer. Evidently that the uh, Rakuten Golden Eagles, his current team, are planning to offer him to stay and to not pursue the major league contract. Seems like he's going to pursue the major league contract. And to me, this is what's a little bit hard to parse through the 
the, the language barrier because the official title of this article from Yahoo Japan says the Cardinals have made an official offer to Hiroki Matsui, listed uh, as Yuki Matsui on baseball reference. But I don't know if that's even possible yet. Like, I think they would have to wait to make him an offer, but maybe not. Maybe maybe because he's not tied to the, the posting fee and he's an international free agent, somebody else out there is going to have read the right thing to know exactly what this is. And when I sat down to record this podcast, I didn't know the information. So if you know it, throw it in the YouTube comment section below and you'll actually be able to inform me on this. But the bottom line is it's going to happen soon that he'll be able to uh, to sign with a major league team. And the Cardinals, if they haven't made an official offer, they certainly are are going to do so, is the way that I would be reading this as a Cardinals fan. And if four years, 10, 11 million is, is the offer that was on the table from his previous team, and he, if he, if four years is what he wants, maybe you, you get him for three in, in an option or something like that. But four years, I don't know, throw out four million a season, five, four years, 20 million. I don't, it doesn't seem crazy to me to go for something like that because at the end of the day, it's not going to impact you over any one season too significantly, like four or five million dollars to a pitcher. Um, I, I don't know what the projection would be, what the expectation would be in terms of how far above and beyond the Cardinals or any other major league team would have to go in order to convince him to sign. But I just think really interesting, like you could look at him and say, Oh, five foot eight, 170 pounds. Like, is he, is that going to, is that really going to work to me? That feels like exactly the kind of market the Cardinals could get into because I, I don't think there's any reason to expect that the guy's size would become a problem. He's been a professional baseball pitcher for 10 years and has been absolutely nails over the past few seasons dominating has a high strikeout rate seems to be checking off all the boxes and whether he's left-handed right-handed like I was trying to say earlier I don't think that part really makes any difference it's it's nice to have plenty of left-handed options but I think if the Cardinals could get this guy to go in alongside Jojo Romero John King and then whatever else they might be able to bring back Packy Naughton if he comes back from injury and uh, some of the other guys that that have dealt with injury you could have a pretty good setup from the left side of the bullpen and then you could just be aggressive in what you want to do from the right side to have a nice little balance going on. Ryan Hulsey Gallegos, if both those guys are back, uh, we'll spend some time talking about like the the upcoming non-tender deadline and whether any of the Cardinals arbitration eligible, eligible guys are non-tender candidates. That'll probably be maybe the next video we do if I can make a note for myself to talk about that next. But that's kind of where it is in terms of the Cardinals' pursuit of pitching. We know that starting pitching is going to be a huge part of this, but how about the bullpen as well? What would you think Cardinals fans of the possibility that Yuki Matsui would be a target for the Cardinals. Reportedly, they're very interested in him. Depending on the reports that you read, they've already made an offer. I don't know the legality of that, so I wouldn't, like I said, that might just be a uh, a translation thing, or maybe not. Let me know in the comments section below what you think here on YouTube, and make sure to hit that subscribe button so that you're up to date on B-Shape Daily and all the Cardinals covers that will bring you on the channel throughout this St. Louis Cardinals offseason. Again, I think one of the most efficient elements of the, the possibility of signing Matsui for the Cardinals would be that, yes, you do need to prioritize the bullpen. This would be a way to throw a little bit of money at the bullpen, but potentially be able to get more bang for your buck. Because a lot of times I have said, throw quantity rather than quality at the bullpen problem and hope that you come up with a couple of diamonds in the rough that can end up doing a great job for you. That's something you got to really trust, though, in the scouting process and the development process and kind of knowing who you can offer these kind of you know minor league contracts with major league spring training invites to, and then those guys end up panning out 
and are part of postseason bullpens. We see it every year. Guys, I mean, Shelby Miller was a good example before he kind of got injured with the Dodgers. Guys kind of come out of nowhere, but you got to have the pitching coaches and the staff in place to be able to get the most out of those players. But it is generally the way that I think it makes the most sense to pursue bullpen upgrades. However, when you're talking about the international market and the fact that you wouldn't have to pay a posting fee for Yuki Matsui, I feel like that is right up the Cardinals' alley to be able to say, oh, well, maybe this is a an area that other teams are not as locked in on as we are, and we think we can get more from this player than the, the dollars and cents that we'd have to spend to sign him, then that's where you can potentially find an edge. And the Cardinals have, this is right in their wheelhouse, right? When they signed Miles Michaelis, it was to a smaller contract when they signed Sung Wan Oh, Kwon uh, Young Kim, and, and even Drew Verhagen, which is a, a deal that probably you say didn't really pan out to full expectations, but they're low-risk contracts, and I think there is the upside potentially to to hit on a player that his game translates wonderfully. Um, maybe there's something in his delivery that, that you know, causes him to be successful that guys just can't pick up on. We'll, we'll kind of have to read up more on Matsui if the Cardinals sign him, but just kind of looking at it on a from a surface-level perspective, I think it would be a great move for the Cardinals to make because I just don't think it would be quite so costly. And again, I, I think that's better than saying, okay, who is the relief pitcher in Major League Baseball that's going to be a free agent that's at the top of his game and you can pay him 10 to $12 million a year and you can fix your bullpen that way? Well, it's just, I just don't think that's realistic because oftentimes you sign those deals and then those guys simply for whatever reason don't pan out. I mean, it's it's not unheard of that a relief pitcher in Major League Baseball would get injured. So the less that you are devoting financially toward those players, uh, oftentimes can be the better, but you do have to find the talent because the Cardinals, not only did they not have great talent starting pitching-wise in their rotation healthy this past season, they didn't have enough in the bullpen either. And that was getting, it was you know, at various times of the year that you would say one might have been a bigger problem than the other. I think clearly after the Cardinals ended up trading away multiple starters at the deadline, that became the most glaring issue with the team. But there were still, I mean, they were just kind of throwing out a bunch of guys who have since been you know, DFA'd or outrighted and or have re- requested their free agency. The the 40-man roster has shed six or seven guys over the past week or so, which none of the names should be surprising. Jacob Barnes, Casey Lawrence, Andrew Suarez. Like, the Cardinals are getting rid of all those guys. Maybe they'll bring back some of them on minor league deals. Whatever the case might be, there's, there's just going to have to be uh, definitely a different situation for the way they approach their pitching in a potential you know, pennant chase in 2024 versus... They just literally had to fill some innings in August and September of 2023, and so those guys were were brought in. What do you think, though, about the way the Cardinals could pursue pitching in not only in the rotation but in the bullpen? Yuki Matsui should be a name, I think, at the top of their list, and based on some of the reports that we have read, it sounds like that is the case. Uh, that's going to do it, though, for this edition of the show. Thank you guys so much for sticking with me, for listening, and uh, make sure to stay tuned because we'll have a lot more coming up now that baseball, the 2023 season, which has been over for the Cardinals for over a month, and honestly, more like three months. It's about to be over for everybody else as well, and then we can kind of dig into off-season content. Full steam ahead with the rumors and reports and uh, the whispers that we will hear as it pertains to the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals are going to have to be one of the most active teams this off-season, and as a result of that, there will probably be a lot of those whispers that we hear about the Cardinals that we can dissect here on YouTube and on B-Shape Daily, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Make sure you guys subscribe today. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next time on B-Shape Daily. Peace.